Hello. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Ken and Echo Show. Pooches, lots of dogs out there. Hello, I know we have a lot of dog fans out there. So how we you do, doing? We have a lot of dog fans. Welcome to the Echo and Ken Show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Echo and Ken Show. Where we open our libations on the air, except for she's already Mine's opened. Already open. just... I'm going Give it a with. Good shake. I am going with a a pop. I'm drinking a pop. Uh, she is t- drinking a a purified water. A purified water from a local grocery store that we will not name because they do not sponsor us. That is correct. Ah, uh, it's it's horrible. It's, it's a it's a bad thing. They should be sponsoring us. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's a Thursday. Today's a Thursday. We're, Thursday we're, the twenty first. We're Echo and Ken. I'm Ken. She <laughs> is Echo. She's Echo of the peppermint. Echo of the peppermint. Echo is going to be wheezing on us today. She's wheezing. And smelling peppermint. And smelling peppermint. You probably sound a little hoarse. Do I sound a little hoarse? You do sound a little. I do? You do. You sound you All day long I've been you asking. You sound a do little sound bit Arabian. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you sound like a, smell like a, uh, uh, a very. Uh, a pepperminty person? Yes. Um, there's worse. There's worse. There's worse things to smell like. Right, right. <laughs> Much worse. Okay, uh, we are Echo and Ken, and <laughs> this is the podcast of record for Knox County and the Edina Sentinel. That is correct. Although we must admit, any views that you hear are the views the sh- and opinions of Ken and Echo. Echo and Ken. They're ours alone. They do not. They do not in any way reflect the views and opinions of the Edina Sentinel. Of Hawkins Harrison, we're in the Hawkins Harrison studio today, or pit bulls. They don't know pit bulls. We don't reflect the do opinions of pit bulls because they're banned in Edina, and we're going to get back to that in just a minute. We are going to get back to that because I'm, I'm working on some more. Yeah, we're, well, why don't you? In fact, why don't we just things. why don't we just kick it off with that? Just kick it off with the. Just Let's just kick it. Throw it out right there. into the fire. And uh, what's bringing this about is, you know, we've had a recent discussion on pit bulls on our show, but but lo and behold, and we the had state, a big a big deal in the paper. We had a big deal in the paper several weeks back. Lo and behold, the state is now involved in the pit bull project. There's there are changes afoot, perhaps. In all ahead. fairness, I don't think what's going on on the state level has anything to do with us. Now, they, I know that every single one of those sure people listen to our show. That what they're doing on the state level... Has, See, they listen to our show. At they least do. On you the, know they do. on the lawmakers' end of it has absolutely... Uh, if they don't, they should. They should listen to we, the we show. We would line them out. <laughs> well, we would. We, we'd put them in line. If they'd listen to if us... If we could just get all of the lawmakers to just listen to the show, where we could just... Tell them, know, what, tell them tell what, what to, to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it would be better if you could get them to listen to the show and they would actually do it. Yeah, well, I'm just shocked when they do anything. So. Well, so what's been kind of the buzz on my Facebook page, I've been getting messages from people about this HB uh, 1811, which uh, was introduced. I've got to get my papers She's here. She's got now. papers here. We're going to dig through paperwork. Now we're going to dig through paperwork. Okay. Uh, relating to dogs, um, and it was introduced by Representative Hicks. Don't know Representative I Hicks. it's Ron Hicks. Ron Hicks. So uh, basically it's, it's changing the rules as um, not allowing 
cities, towns, and villages to ban ban uh, specific breeds of dogs. So if it's it's already passed passed in the House, it still has to go through the Senate. Um, but if it passes in the Senate and doesn't get uh, vetoed by the governor, the governor, uh, then all of the city ordinances and things that ban pit bulls and Rottweilers and any specific breed of dog would be null and void. Now, for those of you not in not in with the cool kids and who haven't been paying attention to our podcast in the past first, well, what I haven't you, but anyway, if you're, if you're not in the know, Edina does have a vicious dog ordinance, and we've been talking about it. So this would affect... It would definitely affect Edina. In fact, we have several townships that have um, breed-specific um, ordinances. Bering is one of them. Um, I think, is Knox City one of them? I, I don't I'll have know. to pull my story and read it again because there's... We have a handful of towns that um, have these ordinances, just in Knox County. And then our neighbors to the east, LaBelle, they also have a breed-specific ban on pit bulls, I believe. Um, I don't have their ordinance, so there might be more than just pit bulls. And and we've had some interesting kind of things happen locally, which is uh, last week we had a pit bull trial. went all the way to trial, and the defendant was found guilty. And she goes for sentencing in May. So uh, that's interesting. What the prosecutor asked for was that the dog be ordered out of the town. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 you can't see that. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm giving this a big He's foam up in the air. Like, the you are out of here, puppy. Mm-hmm. Bye bye now, pup. Bye bye. Um, yeah, I must. And that's in uh, Knox County Associate Circuit Court. And this is not the, as far as the end-all, be-all of um, mastermind crimes we have going on, this amounts to uh, a fairly low-level misdemeanor, um, I imagine. And then there's a, you know, fine, a fine that they can assess and uh, and the judge can order um, the dog be removed and all of that. But we won't know what what the sentence will be until the sentencing phase um, of this case, and so that's just a big pile of things I'm working on no, for yeah, next week's paper. But isn't this isn't the only case that we've got going along, is it? No, no there's actually, others. the I same them, day yeah. that the case came up, there was what six other charges go on, six other charges on the docket, and spread over three people at least. Um, and these were all bearing. So Edina's got um, a case, you know, going, and now Bering has a number of cases going, and it'll be interesting to see if more come up. And uh, and as I get to start talking to legisla- legislators about uh, this bill, it's gone through the house. The house passed it with flying colors. Uh, that I mean, 136. Uh, no, I'm looking at the wrong page. Sorry about that. 117 yes votes and only but, 17 no votes. But our congressman to this HB our, our representative was one of the no votes, wasn't he? He was. No, so Craig you know, Redmond. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I, I wonder why uh, uh, Representative Redmond voted against it. Um, be interesting to know. 
I'd be interested also to hear what uh, Senator Munslinger has to say about yeah, it. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if uh, anybody here locally has contacted them. That would be interesting to find out, wouldn't it? Well, I'm right now working through the guy who... Oh, I was just... I was not... That was not a comment on... No, you know, yeah. I, was just I plan on... I hope to get a hold of Brian Munslinger and uh, see what he... I'd like to hear his take and if he even thinks it's going to be taken up in this session. Yeah. Because there's a good chance it won't get taken up, I, but I don't know that until I talk to an insider because I'm not down there and I can't tell from here. It's a, it's interesting. I have a family. I, I'm from Illinois, and I have family that live in Illinois. Um, and the difference in, in what's going on in Missouri and Illinois is just um, eye-opening. I mean, here right. in Missouri, we're, we're talking to um, breed-specific dog ordinances uh, is a thing in our House of Representatives. But in Illinois, they're doing things like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to ever pay any of our bills because we're so out of Money, it's not even funny. No, I mean, we have a number of big, yeah, I know, but it's not, it's not the same thing, though. In our even our bigger things the are only not reason like we're tuned into this is because we have all these animal. We've recently had the you know, the city council, uh, yeah, animal deal. Uh, yeah. And I, so. I understand, but you know, this is just an example of the kind of thing that you know, we do have some bigger things going on, and they're you know, they're talking about doing a, a small tax on uh, gas tax. To, for the roads, you know that's that's coming up to, for discussion right now in in Missouri. Whereas in Illinois, they're talking about doing a thirty cent per gallon tax what? increase. Plus, Whoa. they're talking about and now this hasn't gone into quite as far, but they're they're actually talking about the the speaker of the Illinois House has proposed that they get one of those electronic thingies and plug them into your car, and then everybody has to pay. Um, per mile usage tax to help this fund the state. This is the kind of stuff they're talking about, you know, kind of what like. What if you drive an old beater and you can't plug it in? Your then car. you have to pay a flat rate use tax Whoa. to be determined by the state of Illinois. If you have an old beater, you have to that's just. Yeah, that's just. Sounds. And there aren't too many old beaters anymore that don't have those little uh, ports. There are not many of them are you know on the roads that much anymore because those ports have been around for quite a while you know twenty years. Oh really? Yeah. Twenty years? Yeah. I guarantee you. Huh. I guarantee you my old, little ninety nine white truck we have it has one on it. Oh really? Yeah. I bet my my Durango has one. What year's your Durango? What? What year is it? It's a ninety eight. I think. It probably. I I don't know when those became, but I'm sure a ninety eight. I'm sure. Absolutely, I'm sure. Surely. Yeah. And that's, you take it to the mechanic and they plug, they plug their thing in so they can diagnose what's wrong with your, your vehicle. Huh. That's the port they use. Also, um, there are some insurance companies, like I know Progressive does it, and I've State so Farm does it. So they can track you. Right. Well, State Farm does it, too, that you, they put you put these things in your car. They track you. And they track how many miles you drive. They and you track can get everywhere it. you go, right. how fast you go to get there, Well, if you stop at stop signs, if you okay, run Okay, the insurance lights. company ones don't do that. They just track your mileage for, for rate purposes. I thought it was a safety test. No. It's just you see if you mind. were a safe driver. Now, the government ones is a whole different matter. Now, Our cell phones are tracking us. Yeah, they've got those things now. Already. For, they've got those control chips for, for, uh, for teens. Have you seen the advertising for that? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? What's your opinion of, of putting those in a teen's car? I think I'm glad I'm not a teen, you know, 
my that I predated all that when I was a teenager. Yeah, well, but what, what do you think? Is that a good idea? Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Uh, I don't like it at all. But I don't have kids. If you, well, we have tweens running around now. Right. So let's say, for we example, okay, I'll make I'll make this. I'll, I'll just go ahead and point this at you. Um, let's say, for example, you were responsible for for the two boys that you have running around your house. All right, you're responsible. Now they're getting cars. Do you want the monitoring device on their vehicle, or do you want them to have be Freedom responsible for their own actions and learn responsibility? Which do you do? I know which I do. There's no question which I do. Let him go, not have it. Well, with, of course, I'm, I would. I don't know. I, I'm kind of a. I'm a safe. When it comes to kids and stuff like that, especially our, you know, our kids, then yeah. So, so uh, I want to know exactly. I want to if I can push a button and know exactly where they're at. Then I want to do that. Like if there's an app I can put on their phone and. If I need to find the boys right now and I can push a button and see that they're over here, then I think I might do that. At the same time, it makes me uncomfortable thinking that having that kind of access to them gives any schmo who knows how to hack an app the same access to them. So, I mean, if it was... If I could somehow guarantee that it was just me <laughs> yeah, seeing right. these things, yeah, then absolutely. But uh, I also I don't wonder, really trust the system much. I'm a I, I'm kind of a a different take on on a lot of things because I have to put this caveat as like I'm not going to give a parent who has kids, and I don't, I'm sure you won't either. I'm not going to give a parent who has kids advice on how to raise their kids because I don't have Maybe kids. Either, I've I never been, and I've never been in your shoes, so I'm not going to give advice. All I can say is what I think, and uh, and what I think is I, my my biggest. And this is something we need to get my wife Jean on because she she sees this a lot more than I do. Um, with the students not being able to come out of a living at home situation and deal with adulting hmm. the way we dealt with adulting okay you know in my generation when you know it's, it's such a it's such a big culture shift and i think part of this is the cell phone i think a lot of it's based around cell phones uh, i predate cell phones okay and you yeah, kind of I'm, I'm on the cusp you're on the cusp of cell phones but um, I predate cell phones, so I had to be responsible for being where I was supposed to be, when, when I was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Um, I could, if I was careful, get away with not, if I, as long as I was careful enough not to get caught, I could be doing things I wasn't supposed to be. That's true. Because there was no way to monitor me. Um, but I had to learn responsibility. And also, in my generation, I'm, I'm older than Echo. I'm 53, and she's not. She's, I'm 38. She's a full generation under me, okay? I'm not quite old enough to be her, her father, but, you know, there's a pretty decent age gap between the two of us. Um, Technically, and, I guess you kind of are. Yeah, um, trust you me. did not, go through puberty before I was born. Not, you didn't see me. When I was a, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh-uh, not happening. I was mega, super geeky. No girl wanted to be within a half a mile of me, let alone. No, no. Some guys, yeah. Me, no. Um, 
and anybody who was who knew me when I, back when I was in high school will start laughing when they hear that. But and besides, the seventies were kind of a different day. Um, that's when I was, you know, in high school. Long story short, um, we went to high school, okay, and then a few of us, some of us, went on to college, okay, but a lot of us just went right straight to work. But our our thing was we wanted to get out of school and get out of our house, or out of our parents' house. We wanted to be on our own. The, the number one thing for us was to be self-sufficient, self-reliant, get out of our parents' house. I mean, it was, it was embarrassing if you were 22 years old and a, and a, um, okay, I'm going to be, this is, this is a different day. It's, it sounds sexist, but we were a little sexist back then. Um, if you were a guy, and you were living in your mother's or father's house, and you were 22, 23 years old, you were a loser. You were really? absolutely a loser. Um, I stayed with my mother for a month and a half after I graduated from college until I could get my own job, and then I moved away because that's what you did. Right. That's how you did it. Now, girls were a little different. And again, it sounds sexist, but it was kind of a different day. Um, girls were a little different. It was not considered as um, unusual for them to stay, stay home at home until, until they got married. Huh. Now, certainly not all. And a lot of, a lot of uh, women had careers that they went right into. And, and a lot of... It, <coughs> You know, I'm sorry, we, we don't have a cough button, and Echo's kind of puny. <coughs> sorry about that. <coughs> okay, I'm done now. Okay. Let's we'll still make check. Make sure you're still okay. Hello. Yeah? Okay, you're still okay. I'm okay. okay. We're gonna, I'm going to try and rig up a, a cough button, because we can, both kind of need them. You get a little coffee when you're doing this anyway. Do you? I do. I, I get wheezy, but... I got... I just have a cold. So, yeah. You know, Some sort of... I don't really talk all that much. Coffee other cold. Than, There's like a big cold going around right now. Yeah, and I don't want it, so... Amongst our people. Well, amongst our peeps. I'm on the back end of it. She's on the back end of it, I hope. Thankfully. We don't want it. So Back to the moving out thing. You know, when I moved out, How I old was were you? 18. It was not long after high school. But I had a weird... Yeah, I was going to say, yours was I'm a... Weird. Would you call yours My a whole, non-traditional home? Uh, well, I was at my grandma's at the time, so that was yeah. more traditional. But she was really brilliant because being raised like kind of on the road. Sure. When I was sixteen, uh, my family had apartments, and uh, you know, studio kitchenette style apartments sure. in the middle of downtown Reno. And she plumped me in one of those, and she lived there too, in the house part, and so. And right across the way, just a couple of feet, was a little studio apartment, which was my domain, which I got to, uh, you know, learn to mm -hmm. deal with being on my own. Because she kind of knew that as soon as I was, uh, you know, as soon as the tea kettle started yeah. percolating, percolating I was going to boing, you know, I was out of there and bing, bong, bing, because I... Uh, like to move around, and so yeah. I, my very early childhood was moving around. So I just binged around, getting married and settling down, and none of those things were ever in my array yeah. of uh, goals or things to think about or uh, any but of that. Were you know 
Were you somewhat the exception of this, though? Now, a lot of people went on to, and did the, the college thing, and they yeah, did the four-year, you know. I was You were kind of an exception. Abnormal. I was not, in the sense that I, I went from high school to college directly into the workforce. I was Joe Normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I kind of, I'm weird, but as far as that goes, I was, that's your typical, you know, I went from high school to college. I had summer jobs. I had, I had part-time jobs. I went right into the workforce, and I've been there ever since. You know what I'm saying? I have not spent two months of my adult life unemployed. That's interesting. Yeah, I went from, I went, I went from high school to college, but I went from high school to the workforce and college simultaneously. And it right. wasn't, it was like a big time job. It wasn't work. It was, I wasn't delivering pizzas. I was doing the news. And so college didn't make much sense to me because I had exceeded, you know, all of the ground level uh, learning for journalism. There just, there was no engagement for me in college that, the first year and so yes i didn't stick with it no i had i had student jobs and then i had outside of student jobs everything from um well i one of my jobs was i, I drove a rock truck cool i i had a commercial driver's license the from big dump truck yeah um Did you go down to the quarry and get gravel and stuff no i was i drove it was actually sand cool they were building a road project and uh basically i just i'd get up i'd, I'd go to the the Go to the quarry. I'd uh, get in the in the uh, truck. I'd drive it to the project. I'd hop out. I'd great grab an empty and bring it back. And it was like six miles. Huh. Just drove that same section of road about eight times. And I was getting. I only did that for oh, a few months because the project was ending. But it was good money. I was making eight dollars an hour. And this is in nineteen eighty one, eighty two. That's that was a lot of that was a lot of money. money back then. That's real money back then. That's like making forty an hour now. Wow! And, and as a college part time gig, the only trouble was I, it, I had to get up real early, <laughs> so it, it put hell on my partying. I mean, it just really killed. Yeah, that's the, the thing about being young. I just I spent more time partying. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's good they didn't have trackers on me. Oh, I, I would not have liked that very much. Now. I got in a lot of trouble as a, I, a teenager. I admit I, I've never been a I've never been a drugs person, but but the abuse of alcohol I have in my background. I mean, um, some of some of my exploits are still legendary amongst my friends. <laughs> We're not going to go into it though. <laughs> that that was a different. That was a long time. It ago. It was a different day. It really was. This is the clean and sober version of Ken, as opposed to the. A uh, total booze hound. Anyway, we got kind of off subject, as we always do. Let's look at the paper. As we look always do. What issue and is this? This is the April 20th, 2016 okay. edition of the newspaper. I, I've got to stop you right here because I see a donkey basketball player on the front page. Tell me about donkey basketball. How, did you love it? I loved it. Yes, Don't I did. Don't you like it? I loved it. I was worried, but it was cool. It, it was, was cool. cool. Nobody got hurt. And yeah. I thought they were going to have like weird like rain boots on or something. No. I don't know my brain. I didn't realize that the shoes, the U-shaped shoes that they pound onto the bottom of their feet are rubber. Yes. They keep on saying they're going to be wearing these rubber shoes. And in my mind, I'm seeing donkeys with like high tops. <laughs> like rain boots. And that right there, they're, they were like something's wrong with, you know, like 
have a problem with that. No, no. And they're little bitty donkeys, too. They're not like Yeah, they're giant. not big donkeys. <laughs> they're not they're like Which mules is good anything. because they didn't have saddles. No, they just have these little blanket thingies. It's just like basically a tarp, just to kind of signify color of team, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, I noticed, I saw your pictures, there were some really interesting, some teams had really fancy shirts. and Yeah, they had their shirts done, and some didn't. So how'd Stanley do? Hi, Stanley. You listen to this? Hey, bud. Stanley. I'm enjoying your 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 posts on your Facebook about Kiss. I like that. I'm a, I was a Kiss. I was a member of the Kiss Army in the '70s. You were. I was. Stanley will love that. Yes. He is still a member of the what, Kiss Army. One of my favorite albums ever was um, their uh, live album, their first one. I'm sure we have it. Oh, I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. We have. We have little splotches of kiss. Fact, I, if I were house. if I were a person who sang songs, I'd sing you Detroit Rock City right now, but I don't. So that's a great song. It is a great song. Anyway, uh, donkey basketball, right? On yeah, the front so page. donkey basketball was cool. Stanley's donkey didn't do much moving. He had to kind of try to drag it into the action <laughs> uh, a little, and so and that was fun to watch. And some of them, the, I guess they train them to like. They get going to a trot and then they stop and the person on them falls off. <laughs> or uh, they had one that was bucking. Like if you try to get on it, it just bucked until they bucked you off. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Um, At least that we know of or is complaining about it. Uh, let's see what else on the paper. Uh, we got the, the high school musical. Yeah. Not a musical. No, not Shakespeare. musical. Um, Shakespeare. Sort of. Uh, an adaptation of Shakespeare. It was an adaptation of Shakespeare. It was a more modern take yeah, on it. Because Shakespeare didn't actually write in the 1950s. So, yeah. Right. And, and that's cool. That's, that's one of the things that Midsummer Night Dream really, really but, rocks at. Is you can pretty much pull it out into almost any... But any, they kept all of the writing, so it was yeah. all the Shakespearean lingo, which is I always thought was hard. Oh. Uh, and they uh, nailed it. They did a great job. York. That's about the only. That's about the only barding I know how to do. That's what they call barding. If people blurt out in Shakespearean prose. Okay, I don't know any of them. Um, that's about it. Not that I can think of right now, at least. My horse, my kingdom for a horse. <laughs> Once more into the breach, my friends. I don't. These remember. pictures turned out a lot better. Yeah, these look really, really a lot better all the way through. I well, I feel like I blew them out though. But Did you look not, at the digital version? Yeah, they. Hey, it you, you get paid for the print version. I know, and I, it looks a thousand times better than it has looked the last couple of weeks. So, all right, we got uh, Sam Minier graduated. He's from Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Seeing that on his mom's Facebook page. Um, shoes caravan coming through. So that's the Rotary. You know, the Rotary Club's collecting new shoes for. Uh, the Shoes for Orphan Souls project. Cool. And the shoes that we collect here in Knox County are going to end up in Guatemala, which is interesting. That is good. And they're going to come through on a week from today. So if anyone wants to bring us some new tennis shoes, shoelaces, socks, uh, monetary I've donations. Got, I've got a pair of shoes that um, somebody gave to me. They're brand new. They've still got the tags on them. Oh, cool. You should donate them to Yeah, I, and I, I, somebody gave them to me and said, you, you take these to the clothing closet. Um, I think they're size, they're, they're cute. well, they look cool. like they'd fit about a 12-year-old. Cool. I mean, yeah. We'll take them. We'll take them. 
Um, this is one of the better projects, one of my favorite projects that Rotary does, um, just because it's so easy to help someone. And they really are helped. And it's amazing. Yeah. If you go online and, and look up the Shoes for Orphan Souls program and you can see some videos and things of what they're doing, it's really kind of amazing. You know, you can spend, in some places you can find a new pair of shoes for just a few bucks. And you're changing a little kid's life. Now, I'm going to tell you, you know, people, they hear the name Rotary, but if you've never been involved in Rotary, they do so many good things. Mm-hmm. Rotary really does. So many good things. I was uh, a past president, and we did. We were working on the polio project at the time, and it was just amazing. We, you know, worked on clean wells, clean water projects. Uh, we've worked All kinds. on. We've worked on. Uh, um, mosquito netting. Mm-hmm. We had a mosquito netting project, and that's a big deal. And you may not think so, but if you live in a in a third world place with mosquitoes and I eat, just having clean water and mosquito netting adds years to your life. Think how crazy it's going to be now with all the Zika. Oh yeah, Zika virus. Yeah, before it's been, you know, all kinds of other viruses, but the Zika is kind of bad. Well, it's not new, but it's it's a big deal. Okay, so. what else we got? We had trivia night. Looks like a huge crowd. We did have a huge crowd. It was funny when they were coming in. We started to get a little nervous because there were so many people. <laughs> we didn't. Um, you did, know, you, did you make good money? We did raise quite a bit of money, uh, over a thousand dollars, and half of it is going to the Knox County Cancer Fund. Excellent. Which is awesome. And the um, other half is going to go towards our scholarship programs and, and other projects that we work on. Um, they've got the stay during turkey hunting season. Turkey hunting season is coming up, and that's a big deal. Uh, turkeys. I've been seeing turkeys everywhere. I need to get a, I need to, need to get uh, my hunting guy, Chase Bernizer, on here. You know what I like about turkeys is they don't ruin your car. They don't stand in the road. No. And turkeys are cool. Um, well, I'm, I've turned the page, got obituaries, but I, I gotta, I gotta stop and mention one of the first people I met in Knox County, one of the first people I worked with in Edina, uh, passed away this week, unexpectedly, at least it wasn't unexpected to me, and, uh, you were talking about LaBelle, he was an alderman over there, uh, Roger Scott, he was the ag teacher at the high school when I moved to town, and Roger was just, he was a heck of a guy, really great guy, everybody, you know, Everybody who had anything to do with him or just would just loved the guy. He was an outstanding human being. Uh, he'll be missed. Um, yeah, been some, several people pass away. Got some old-time news. I'm working front to back this time. Do you I'm, see I'm, this on page uh, four? I'm working front to back. Okay. This turtle with the... Uh, yeah, I've seen a picture like that before. This just makes me... Man. Now, when I uh, if I there, this is why I don't drink. There's one kind of pop pack, six packs. There's one kind of pop that that I get. It's Canfield's chocolate that comes in these rings. It's the only thing I get. I Do you cut them up? Absolutely. Me too. I, I cut every single. I mean, if even I see them laying even, on the ground, I pick them up and cut them up. Even the tiny little itsy bitsy sections. And we're talking are, about those plastic things that hold a six pack together. Yeah, I absolutely I cut I cut and them each and every time cuz they, they really are paper hard on one that got life. wrapped around a, a turtle and it just ruined its shell. It's called peanut now because it's shaped like a peanut because it had one of these things wrapped around it. Yeah, I've seen that picture before. It's a sad thing. Okay, we get the classifieds. If you want to read the classifieds, you can subscribe to the United Sentinel by going to nemonews.net. What was the name of that website, Ray? NemoNews.net. You can subscribe. You can buy an individual copy if you like. Mm-hmm. If you don't have to subscribe for a whole year, you can just 
like the newsstand, get the newsstand price, fifty five cents, and see the paper we're looking at. You know, at which is and that's right re- now. That's really kind of cool. Even if if you have this big special deal in the paper, you know, and you get a paper, the paper will yellow. Okay, but if you go ahead and buy the newsstand version, you get the you get the PDF. You can keep that forever, so that you don't have to worry about copy. your paper. Yeah, you don't have to worry about your paper yellowing on. Nice that. clean copy. Or you can do like like I do, and uh, uh, get it get your subscription completely electronically. I read my paper this week electronically. Yeah, um, those are absolutely available. I've actually got two two subscriptions now that are electronic. I take that back. I have three electronic. Subscriptions right now. I also hmm. subscribe to the Putnam County paper because I have a little land up there and the Chicago Tribune. Very so, good. and I don't like the way the Tribune does it. Hmm. They just give you full access to their website, they don't give you the, the actual. Yeah, the, they the do, the but it, it's just, it's hard. It's not a PDF. The it's, the, it's the thing where you click and expand. And, what are, you, yeah. are you looking at it on a desktop or like a tablet? Or? Desktop. Okay. Yeah. Let me make sure I didn't turn. Okay, I thought maybe I hit the switch. Okay, we got prom king and queen candidates. They look really good. Um, we got. Uh, oh, that's uh, um, um, uh, that's Carolyn York's daughter, yeah. mm-hmm. Marissa York. Carolyn Scott. Who's York's a senior? Girl. Yeah, we had Carol on not too long ago. She's a smart kid, smart cookie. We'll have to get Carol back on one of these days and, and talk some talk some more farming. Yeah. Yeah. Carol, if you're listening to this, hey, let's let's you get you come back hang on. Out. Come back and hang yeah, out you're, with you're, us. you were really kind of cool to hang out with. We got okay pests. Now, okay, this is one picture that doesn't look good. It was provided to you, so this mole picture. Yeah. But it looks good in the online version. But you can see how much darker it is in the in the uh, it's just paper covered in dirt. It, they sent that. That's not a. You didn't go out and take a picture of it. See, this, I don't know if it's the ink that's coming out weird. I don't know. So we're looking through the paper, hurdling news. Oh, these art kids! These art kids on page ten reminds me. I took individual shots of each kid with their project, and I want to put those on our uh, Facebook page, maybe the website. Yeah, put them on the website too. Okay, we got lots and lots of track by Mr. David Sharp. Uh, Some actually really good pictures by David. I'm assuming these these ball pictures are David's. Yeah, really good. That afternoon sun. And on the back page. I'm looking at two hundred and twelve thousand and twenty um, views. views. So far this year, crazy, wild, right? Yeah. Yes, it that is. is. This will put you. This will put you on. Um, and we're not even through the month of April, so the f- well, we had a, about one hundred and fifty for by the end of March. I work for a website called. Um, uh, a company called Box Media. Okay, and one of our biggest our biggest website is a at least in the football section of things is the Philadelphia Eagles website. Okay, this ought to p- give you an. Yesterday, the Philadelphia Eagles made the biggest trade in the entire history of their franchise. Okay, okay, and the biggest trade in the entire history of their franchise. This is the town of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and all of their fans. They didn't have that many views yesterday. As so that that's you know that, that means should we're tell doing you, really good because this is the biggest Philadelphia Eagle website, and in a day that you know, and of course, in a, this is yeah, huge. that's interesting. There, that's huge because you've seen. I can't mm-hmm. go into the numbers exactly because that's you know, I, that's not my place. But you know, my 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 uh, personal uh, project 
in in the company is the Windy City Grid. I do the the Bears Den. And uh, if you ever want to see the Bears Den, go to Windy City Gridiron, all one word, dot com, and just look at the Bears Den. You'll see my name on it. Um, and uh, we, you guys get, have a lot we, of hits. You're we got a lot of views, but you know when you compare. The readership, the amount of people who are Chicago Bears fans, as opposed to the people who live in Northeast Missouri. Right. You know, you're talking about a city with six, eight million people in it and, and another, you know, 10, 15 million person fan base. You know, and then you look at this. And then you look at our numbers. That's what's interesting crazy. about the conference I was at last week. Was it. Did you share your numbers with blew them? Blew everybody back. Yeah, yeah. We did some different number projections. We had our, our hosts. Put together How did you compare to the other people? Were you blowing everybody who wasn't really big away? I mean, obviously, you're not going to post a dispatch or There wasn't anybody know. that was doing what we were doing. Uh, you know, for being the size of market that we are, we are and um, you know, the size of staff, size of papers, there just wasn't anyone, at least not present at the, at the conference, that had their fingers in as many pies as we do. So yeah. Sounds like they need to step up. I Well, personal opinion. It was kind of a, it sounds like moving publishers into the digital age has been tough. Um and unfortunately it, it's not going to get better for the ones that won't budge. No, and um, and, and it's you know publishers uh, are very stubborn. <laughs> they wouldn't be doing what they're doing if they weren't and, Well, news people in general are. And we're really fortunate because we have Mike. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to... But Mike, doesn't he come from like a circulation background? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's a key thing. He understands starting out that, that without, unless somebody's reading your paper or reviewing your website, you're just talking to yourself. And he was ready you know. to jump in and learn and let's, let's do this. And so that's what we're doing. We're doing it. And so um, I kind of wanted to learn some different things as far as how we can do what we're doing better. But we're so far ahead of the curve that um, there wasn't a lot of that there. Yeah, I know another area publisher. I've talked to this person. I'm not going to get into names because he's um, an area person. And I, I'm just not going to. You know. Cool. But. Um, and uh, we were talking about websites. It was last year, and he was like, "I am just totally not going to put anything on our website. Why am I going to give things away for free?" That was a lot of it. You know, this conference we talked about that giving it away for free. And, and, uh, and people don't realize but it's you're not exactly not that giving it it's away for that. free because you're not getting our paper on our website unless you're buying it. You know, and all of this stuff in this paper. It's not on the website. No. Um, uh, the website bits, is for very specific and things. And there's pieces. Um, you get some information. You get extra. You get extra information. You get stuff that you won't see in the paper, stuff you can't put in the paper. There's only so much room you can do this. Right. Overflow you get, and things. You'll have a lot of pictures and stuff like that on the website that you're just not going to have in the paper. And they'll look better on the website than they are going to look in the paper because a lot of it's color. And, and, a lot of it's, and the big wash of lots of pictures which we don't have time or energy to put on the website. That's all kind of starting to wash into Facebook. And it will be interesting to see how that, um, how that winds down the path as time goes on. Because, and we've been doing this for a long time. It makes more sense when I go to Corn Fest and take 250 pictures 
of everybody that's in the tractor parade or, you know, the yeah. Corbin Fest parade, it makes sense for me to make a Facebook al- album out of that. Sure, because they can tag themselves and they can they share. They can tag with themselves the and share and all kinds of those things. Uh, we're going to be doing the prom Grand March on Saturday, this Saturday. And we're going to live stream it. So if you're listening to the show and you don't live here and you want to see the kids in their uh, prom get up, you know, their tuxedos and their uh, prom dresses and things, we're going to start live streaming at 7 o'clock on Saturday. What is it? Central Standard Time. Um, Central Daylight Time. Central Daylight Time. So, uh, you know, grandmas and uncles and aunts and things that don't live here and want to see their grandkids, you know, in the Grand March, it was wildly popular last year. Okay, and now even if you're you're sitting there going, "Well, my grandmother, well, you know, she's not going to listen to this podcast." Well, pick up the phone and call her. Uh huh. It's and the way to get to our live stream is, well, you go to nemonews.net and there's you know an option in the main menu bar. It says live video feeds, and then you pick Knox County. And uh, even grandma can do it. Right it's too, it's mm-hmm. like two clicks. You'll see the live video, and it's a very it's a very common, very um, uh, computer and phone and tablet friendly thing. It's going to work. It's funny me There's at no this technical. thing because I'll be doing the live stream and taking pictures uh-huh. of the couples as it so. And then after that evening, I'll go upload all of these pictures to right. our Facebook page. Right. Because there's so many of them, to try to get a website to load 200 pictures is ridiculous. Okay, and uh, I, I do want to talk to you about that after the show. So remind me. Okay. I have an idea, but we don't need to give ideas on the air. So I have an cool. idea. Um, I love ideas. Yeah, ideas are uh, my favorite. So anyway, long story short, uh, look for the prom stuff next week. Uh, what else you got? This Saturday, on? the 23rd. But so I'm working on the pit bull thing. Yeah. I'm working on Davy uh, Strickler. I'm doing a piece on him. Oh, by the way, that was an excellent, um, excellent post on the uh, the uh, sewer lining video that you put on there. Well, that was, that yeah, t- that was weird. That Isn't t- that wild? Right. And, and, and you can take a picture of that, but the video really And that was it- in the paper a few weeks ago. So basically, it's like a sock. Right. It's a, it's a long, plastic-looking sock, and apparently it's resin that's inside of it. It's white. Mm-hmm. And these... String it down into the sewer line. And, okay, so the sewer lines that we have that haven't been replaced. Right. They're the old clay ones. Right, and they just are not. That um, were good enough to not replace, I guess. Right. But not good enough to be working. And so they stick it in this, and then they blow it up with uh, steam Mm -hmm. and heat. And And they set the resin. Well, yeah, and then that's when they get it expanded, and the heat. Activates the resin, hardened, does whatever it does to the resin, and it turns pink, and it's basically pipe. New sewer pipe, just molded off pipe. the old. Mm-hmm. And molded. the old doesn't have to be perfect, and it won't leak. And then they go in and they cut holes where all the laterals are, so you can... So what the toilet geysers were, were, were them... They were cleaning them out. Right. Cleaning out the sewer lines. So that, that was causing this... pressure washing them, basically. Right. So... Cameraing and uh, different kinds of things. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, that's that's kind of cool. That's yeah. kind of cool. So we had a we had a story about that a few weeks ago. Uh, that they're doing this part, but the, actually to see it in the video, it's cool because you get the steam, the steam coming, coming out the top. Yeah. I'd love to so, get in there and have them be yeah. there for them putting the sock in, and I don't know how I'd be able to do that just because I'm swamped. Yeah. Did you put that on the the news website or did was that just on Facebook? 
I just put it on Facebook. But you put a link to the to the paper's Facebook, right? If not, know. please do because I thought that was cool. I will. All right, so I we're going to have a link on there. She's going to have a link on a there. video of uh, the sewer. Hey, if you want to, you know, I don't know. Most of you probably are already my Facebook friend. I'm Facebook friends with like 2,500 people, so that's most, crazy. Yeah, well, it is crazy. But if you ever want to, want to, you don't just have to follow me. Just send me a friend request if you want to, and we, we'll be friends. Neko, you can send her a friend request. You can send you, me one too. Um, you, if you want to search for me, it, I have people who watch my page, and they, I get a message, and they say, "Do you know this person?" You know, I'll accept a friend request, and then somebody will pop up and say, "What do you know about this person?" I have a, I have a Facebook friend stalker. Right? I, yeah, I've been who monitors my friend, uh, but she's caught a lot of people who were uh, pretending oh, to yeah. be other people. Yeah, I've get, I've been getting a ton of those lately. Yeah. So, if you're pretending to be someone else, I probably won't accept yeah. you. Uh, you want to find me a real easy way? I've, I've put a uh, uh, an easy tracker way of finding me on Facebook because I often wear overalls and I, sh- I it's kind of my trademark when I shoot events that I wear overalls. So if you want to look me up, just type in the words "that overalls guy." Oh, cool! You want to find me on Flickr and, and look at my Flickr account? That overalls guy because nobody else has that, and it's just a search for that overalls guy anywhere. That's a social media site. My my Twitter is the same thing. If you want to find me, that'll do it. I'm at Echo Mendes on Twitter. I'm see. at the uh, uh, WCG Bears Den Dude at Twitter. That's or just, a long one. Well, it's it ties with my. Uh, I mostly use Twitter for for my Bears news. Hmm. Uh, that's where I you know it's it's a it's a it's a work thing. Um, so that's almost entirely using Twitter for that. So I don't use it for anything other than pretty much that one aspect of my work. So, well, cool. It's been a great show. It has been a great show. We're gonna wrap it. We're gonna wrap it. We're gonna wrap it because can you wrap? No. Okay, I can't. I won't even. So we're gonna wrap the show without even wrapping. We're gonna wrap it up. Okay, Uh, (laughs) great, good show. Well. uh, be around next week um, when we'll tell you about all this stuff we were talking about this week. Right. So, Thanks um, for listening. Thank you. And um, here, it's a wrap. Okay. It's a wrap. Gosh, that was lame. That was lame. That's okay. Just say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.